Welcome to The Struggle is Real by Family Bridges. Ladies and gents, welcome to another edition of The Struggle is Real, a podcast by Family Bridges. We are your hosts, Omar Ramos. And I'm Veronica Avila. We're super excited because today we have an awesome topic. It's called The Magic of Childhood, in which we will be discussing many ways or the many ways that parents go out of our way. We're all parents, right? We go out of our way to make our kids' childhood magical, when in reality, it already is. This is going to be a great podcast. We'll see what we mean as we dive into today's conversation with our panel of experts. Once again, we welcome Dr. Alicia Laos, clinical psychologist, CEO of Family Bridges, and co-author of The Struggle is Real, as well as Marcela Saldana. Welcome. Thank you. She is a marketing and event planning professional and a new mama of baby Anthony. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. How has this experience been for you? Oh, it's been an incredible ride. So many, a lot of ups. Mm -hmm. And then there's the times you're like, wow, what they really said is hard work is really hard work. (laughs) Um, But everything's so worth it. It's, it really is. It's, it's a beautiful moment, um, a beautiful face to really just drown yourself in. Yes, and we have Anthony here. He's so calm. Yes. And collected. <laughs> Only here. <laughs> no, no, no. He's a good He's little a boy. He's a cutie. He's a cutie. I love those cheeks. I want to eat those cheeks. Oh, no, no. I don't want to eat your cheeks. You're going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. Thank you. Thank you both for being uh, here with us. And I'd like to kick off this discussion uh, with this skit. We're going to call it Shopping for a Stroller. Wow, they certainly have a lot of options. I'll say. Oh, excuse me, uh, we're interested in buying a baby stroller? Ah, wunderbar. My name is Oscar. Oh, hi, Oscar. I'm Stella. This is Tyler, my husband. Stella und Tyler, willkommen. Now, I assume you are interested in our 2018 models, yeah? Sure. Good! 2018 is a wonderful year for strollers. Now, over here we have our standard model, the Bambino. Manufactured in Milan, the Bambino is the epitome of design and comfort. It comes in a single or if the stork brings any brothers or sisters, a double so that baby and baby can sit side by side. Meet expandable seats, the Bambino is appropriate for babies aged newborn to toddler. It also features single-step lockable front swivel wheels with suspension and adjustable handle. Tell me, Tyler, are you a man who enjoys his cup holders? Sure. Well, if you upgrade to the Bambino Migliore model, you will have two cup holders for mommy and daddy, and it is completely collapsible for the handed dandy storage. Ah. Tell me, Stella and Tyler, are you in good physical condition? <laughs> we... We exercise pretty regularly, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Well, the bambino for walking is... Okay. But if you like the idea of running and hiking with baby, then might I suggest Le Exterior of Paris. Now, between you and me, Stella und Tyler, I have never been a fan of the French strollers. Perhaps if they spent less time making the babies and more time designing for the babies. But no other stroller has puncture-resistant tires, mosquito-proof netting, and can keep baby warm in temperatures below zero degrees centigrade. These all have a lot of features, Oscar. A lot of options. (laughs) Danke schön. It's true. If you can't find it here, they don't make it. Well, Oscar, I think my wife and I are are a little overwhelmed. Do you have anything more basic? Well, uh, will it break the deal if it isn't a combination high chair? No. 
What about the detachable diaper bag? No, we just need a stroller. Just a normal, everyday stroller. I see. Well, what about this one? It, it isn't very stylish, but it... Does it stroll? Yeah. We'll take it. If that's what makes Stella and Tyler happy. It makes us very happy. Okay, okay. Then Oscar is happy too. How would you like to pay? Yeah, we have this gift certificate actually for five hundred dollars. So we probably want to look around a little more. Wonderful! Five hundred should just about cover it. I'll meet you at the front. Okay, so we're back. Wow, that was something else. Um, <laughs> that was something else. Uh, so we heard Tyler and Stella shopping for a uh, stroller for their baby. And of course, they met a very unique Oscar who wanted to sell them not just any stroller, but the super stroller. The stroller. The best of the best. <laughs> one of many early parent choices. Dr. Los, obviously, this could be a very overwhelming experience, and sometimes some parents can become uh, vulnerable, falling into traps because obviously they want the best for their baby. Sure. How can you manage these type of experiences? Yeah, I mean, especially when you're a new parent, hey, you're going to get bombarded with the best advice from your mother, your in-laws, your friend. And some of it is very valuable. Don't, I remember a friend that printed a list of the must-haves must when you have a new baby and actually was a useful list because she said, you don't need this, you need this. And so that was helpful. So some mm -hmm. of it, it is helpful, but some of it is over the top. It just becomes a big business, you know, from the get-go. Mm -hmm. It almost seems like or it is that children become a business and mm -hmm. so there's so many opportunities out there some are great and some just lead you astray and then as a new parent you're so excited you want the best for your children and then sometimes that just creates a lot of fog unfortunately you can make decisions early on like buying an expensive stroller that's really nice and if you do have that much cushion of funding available go for it but really if that's not essential you can get sidetracked into all sorts of avenues and things that are not really important. Definitely. Maricela, I know you're a new mom, obviously. Yes. How has this experience been for you? What do you take into consideration when buying your, your things for your baby? Who influences you? At the beginning, it was like, you know, our parents and our friends that's had babies. And like you mentioned, it's all good advice. But then you just kind of fall back on your gut. And just talking it with my husband, like, okay, do we really need this? Because mm -hmm. I remember the first time we went to look at strollers, we didn't get one. We just walked out. We're like, okay, that was a little overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll come back when we're, like, a little more grounded and so not so could overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. But just kind of following that motherly instinct that kicks in. Cool. Circling back to you, Dr. Alicia, how important is it to make these choices as a couple versus allowing everyone else to dip in or maybe just an individual decision? Yeah, I mean, like I said, you hold the advice mm -hmm. in suspense and you consider it and you look at it. But at the end of the day, you got to, as a couple, make, you know, decide. There, you're going to get all sorts of feedback. Do you, you know, sleep train your child, let them cry out, or do you hold them? And there's a pro and a con and all sorts of opinions. And you're just going to, at the end, it's overwhelming. So you want to listen to the feedback, listen to the pros and bots you know, cons. But at the end of the day, you and your husband, like she said, you need to look at your gut, what's going to work for you, identify what your style is, and just go with it. At the end of the day, you're really not going to mess up your child when it comes to that. Some of these, these choices, like really the stroller is not going to mess up your child, you know. And so at the end of the day, go with your gut as a couple and make the decision together versus the decision that your mom wants or the decision that your in-laws want. Make sure you make the decision that you as a couple want. Okay, so thank you, doctor, for that. And once again, making decisions as a couple is key. That's very clear. But what happens when 
your parenting is tailored for other parents' likings. Yes, other parents. We'll discuss that after listening to the Parenting Showdown. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Sandy. I didn't see you there. What brings you to the grocery store? Just stocking up for little Timmy's birthday party next Saturday. You're throwing a party next Saturday? Of course. You didn't get the invitation? It must have gotten lost in the mail. Don't you hate it when that happens? I do. You know, we're throwing Nelson's birthday party next Saturday. Oh, that's right. I completely forgot. What time is that again? Three to six. Yours? 11 to 7. Oh gosh, I hope that doesn't mess you up. <laughs> Most of the neighborhood has already RSVP'd to Timmy's. Oh, don't worry about it. So, uh, what theme did you pick for the party? Wait, is that... Are you doing pirates? Oh my god, how did you know? I can tell from your cart. Temporary tattoos for the pirates, aluminum foil for the pirates' hooks, and gold cupcake liners for treasure chest cupcakes. Pirate chip cupcakes, actually. <laughs> You know, we did the whole pirate thing last year. Oh, did you? I must have forgotten about that. Well, a word of advice. The treasure chest cupcakes were a big hit. The pirates liked having their booty. Oh, I've got that covered. We have chocolate coins and gold necklaces, and then pink and green flower necklaces for the mermaids. You're combining pirates and mermaids? I guess I'm going a little overboard. Oh, <laughs> that. <laughs> but we have that big pool we hardly ever use, and, well, Timmy only turns nine once. Of course. Well, I just hope you're not throwing too much together. You know, like they say, keep it simple, stupid. Oh, that reminds me. Didn't you rent a pirate performer from Shipwreck Rentals last year? I did, but, you know, the kids were having so much fun with the Build Your Own Octopus Station that we really could have done without it. Oh, good. See, we were afraid of going with just the pirate, you know, the cheap option and we couldn't decide between the live parrot show and the sword juggling, so we just went ahead and did both. Anyway, what are you doing for little Noah? Nelson. Nelson. I'm so sorry, Cindy. Baby brain. Oh, don't worry about it. Nelson has been really into dress up lately, so we went with Halloween in July. Oh, isn't that fun? Another Halloween. Three months before the actual Halloween. Well, maybe you can stop by for some treats. Oh, we definitely will, Sandy. I'll see you then. Toodaloo, Sandy. Toodaloo, Cindy. All righty then. <laughs> that was fun. Yes. Does that sound familiar to anyone? Because I know <laughs> it just transported me back to like when my daughter was in kindergarten. I used to get these uh, invitations to these other parties and this is what I would hear. And wow. it was just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so just reliving it was really fun for me. I don't know. <laughs> A doctor, even though this is really, really funny, this is really true and so common amongst uh, moms in daycare, soccer league, parent club, or even family. I've also seen it in family. Is this common? I don't know, Omar, if this is common with dads as well, but I know it, it happens with moms. I've seen it from afar. <laughs> I've seen it from afar. Uh, you just get entertained. Yeah, with uh, my daughter's mother. I've seen her kind of get at it with uh, some other individuals, but again, in a very polite way, politically correct way, but uh, I don't know how you guys do it. That's amazing. <laughs> it's a unique talent. Oh, goodness gracious. Dr. Laos, is this, why, why do parents do this? Oh, it's another version of keeping up with the Joneses, right? I yes. mean, it's just another way of doing it. We want the best for our kids. I mean, there's lots of, I know it's hilarious, but 
at the end of the day, we want the best for our kids. And why is that? Sometimes we wanted things when we were little that we didn't have. Perhaps we grew up in a different kind of environment. And so we want to provide that for our kids. And we go over the top or maybe we were raised in that kind of environment. And so we're just keeping that going. And just the influence around us that we Mm -hmm. feel like we have to keep ushering and entertaining our kids and giving them everything that they need. And it just happens so subtly. We just pick it up as a cultural message Mm -hmm. that happens around. So when I was raised as a kid, I don't know, I was just outside playing the whole time and climbing trees. And then, I don't know, someone remembered to call us when it was dinner time and lunchtime and we would go in and wash up and eat and mm-hmm. I didn't really remember and maybe there was a birthday here and there but it wasn't really like you are the center so I think growing up either in that kind of a context or a lot of parents just being withheld things we turn around and we just want to really dive in and help them again we talked about it a few weeks ago in terms of the self-esteem movement really mm-hmm. wanting to just usher in everything we can to our kids also a lot of parents are waiting which is not a bad thing for marriage until post-graduating from college and all these things. And so you withhold, you withhold, and you finally then get married and you have children. And now all of a sudden your children are your centerpiece mm-hmm. and they're your focus. And so when you do that, they become all your your world mm-hmm. and you just want to usher everything to them. My thing is, how much of that do they really need? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. I mean, do they really need the big party or is it because that provides you with a sense of meeting, with a sense of fulfilling in your life or it's meeting a need that you've had earlier on the kids really need all that do they uh, even care right to have all that as you said it's it's maybe it's more fulfilling for you as a as a mom if you get them used to it if you get them used to it so another example of this is i was this weekend we had a, a cousin over so i took the kids to just fun things mm-hmm. events areas we had just a really enjoyable weekend we're done with those events get in the car and what was the first question that spilled out of my lips did you guys have fun and then after i said it i caught myself i'm thinking gosh it's so subtle we do this all the time where we of course there's nothing wrong with did you guys have fun we all do that but mm-hmm. we create a habitual habit mm-hmm. where the kids expect activities and events that they have fun in and god forbid later on in life things happen that are not fun and they're not being entertained. And so we create an environment where we are there to usher entertainment to them. Hmm, interesting. Instead of letting them just create, be creative, just enjoy the world and not us gotcha. be the center, creating a center in their world. And though later on they're 18 years old and they're hit really hard when their life is boring and there's tediousness and they're not having fun and things, you know, you got to do the grut of laundry and like, you know, whatever. <laughs> And it's not fun every weekend. What are we doing to our kids when we set that up for them? So we just have to be mindful of those things and think about that our kids' lives are already magical as long as we provide a safe environment for them to thrive. Let them just enjoy, read books, play, and we don't always have to create this Disneyland experience, whether Mm -hmm. it be their birthday or just their everyday to-dos activities. Interesting. Great feedback. And I'm going to hand the mic over to Marcella now. And I know that you're a fairly young mom and you have your baby. Yes. Who is is very cooperative today. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Have you ever experienced this kind of uh, friendly parent competition? And if you did, how did you manage it or how did you go about it? Not really. The only... I guess way so far, because he's so young, he's only eight months, is in a mommy group in Facebook. And so they're already starting to talk about their first birthday. And it's like, I'm doing this theme, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. And this is like a month ago. I was like, oh my gosh, like 
I haven't even started planning. I even much less have started to think about a theme. And they have like all these things already planned out. But like my whole thing is our families are in Mexico and Oklahoma and here. And our, I guess, stress right now about this birthday party is how making it to where maybe we can do a few to where everyone's together with him. So it's more the family focus aspect of instead of what theme and what over the top Mm -hmm. activities am I going to have for him but yeah at the beginning it was kind of stressful because everyone's like oh well you should already have this done you're at seven months and I'm like no I think I can plan a party like a week or a a month before I think I'm good and then also I just wanted to say that you talked about the different activities and not having like this whole Disneyland experience I think that is very important Um, that's one of the advice that I read that I actually was like this is good advice especially when they're so little you're always wanting to play with them and be with them Mm -hmm. to where it's like okay a few times during the day just let them play by themselves because if not they get used to you always being there with them and creating that Mm -hmm. you know entertainment for them so it's it's been helpful because then I can also do laundry or I can go clean and and do stuff that mommy has to do because I also work from home um so yeah that's been a very good advice that I got yeah it's a balance um and I think because a lot of people are fearful of neglect or ignoring or not providing rich experiences then you go to the other extreme Mm-hmm. Where you're just constantly on top mm-hmm. of them. And so, yes, yeah, spend time with your kids, provide quality experiences for them and opportunities, but just know when to pull back and when too much is too much. Definitely. And also, it's something that just came to my mind is yes, sometimes you're able to provide that yeah. experience for your kids, so that's awesome. But what happens when you don't have the means to continue yeah. to do it? You yeah, know, yeah. how disappointed are they going to feel? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, I'm a mom of three and I'm thinking now, you know, because I know I have been uh, with my first daughter. It was like, okay, everything she wanted. Okay, let's do this. Let's do the big thing. She wanted a, a, a karaoke with the friends. Okay, let's do that. But then the other two came around and then I say, this is not to bust the bubble or anything. But then <laughs> oh, the heard. next one's coming yeah. and then you're like, okay, yeah. okay. So the second one, you'll kind of get it. And then the third one, you're like, oh, if we can. Yeah. If yeah. Not, yeah. It's okay. No. But they're, they're all special. Yes. But I'm I, what I'm just thinking right now is that you can't provide the same big things all the time because you won't have the means to do it down the road. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. you know, you you're, yeah. you never know what might happen. So just setting that up, right now I'm just reflecting and I'm like, oh, wow, am I causing more of a an expectation that's not always going to be possible? So as a mom, thank you, because I, now I know. <laughs> now you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. Now you I just have, have to explain to my yeah. kids why I won't. <laughs> I, I just want to add something real quick, doctor. Sometimes it's, it's not uh, this uh, friendly competition of between parents. Sometimes it's with your own family. Sometimes mm-hmm. oh, I've yeah. seen it. Oh, I've, yeah. I've seen grandmothers go at it with moms saying, hey, you should do this, and <sighs> or I'm going to do this for them. I don't know what you're doing. You're, and, the, and the mom's like, wait a second, I'm the mother here, yeah. and you're you're throwing competition at me. Well, what's sad is when you have families go bankrupt because mm-hmm. they're trying to keep up either with Joneses or within the same expectations of the family when yeah. it's just overwhelming. And we need to create some boundaries and differentiation and have a vision. What do you want for your kids? Again, we keep saying that. What do you want for your kids to be in the future? What kind of character qualities do you want them to develop later on? And think about the type of environment you're instilling and the what you're reinforcing the values we're reinforcing now are going to come back later mm-hmm. and so if you are creating an expectation or a situation of disneyland every day and that you, you know you always have to have fun life later on is not going to always be fun i'm mm-hmm. not saying we don't provide those moments memories enriching experiences experiences when you're able to but you can't always do that mm-hmm. and i grew up in a home where we didn't have these massive birthday parties mm-hmm. and what did I do? Climb trees and ride bikes. And I had a blast. So I don't think you're going to really fail your children if you just let them 
play. Mm-hmm. Sometimes less is more. Less yes, is more. Definitely. And yeah, they don't seem to care. They just want their friends and the cake <laughs> yeah, and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I don't so, know about you guys, but I'm I, I'm curious about how Timmy's birthday party went. I know. So why don't, we, why don't we take a listen to what happened at Timmy's birthday party? Oh, thank you. I'm just glad everyone is having a good time. I was worried I went a little overboard. <laughs> I just thought of that. But it really is all about the children, you know? You have to make special memories. It all goes by so fast. You should just cherish every opportunity. You really should. Anyway, I don't know where I get my ideas. They just come to me, I suppose. When Timmy said he wanted pirates, I was just inspired. I mean, look at this beautiful hand-carved wooden chest. It was just taking up space down at the antique store, and look at it now. Hey, Timmy! Excuse me a second, Holly. Timmy! Timmy! Hey! Where are you going? You know the schedule. Captain Brownbeard's about to swallow a sword. We're gonna catch lightning bugs. They're everywhere. What are you, crazy? You can catch fireflies any night. This is your birthday party. Don't you want to see the pirates? They already saw them. They're just a bunch of birds pooping. That was the parrot pirate show. This pirate show's gonna be even cooler. But Billy Hendrickson said he got 20 fireflies last night. And he's using them as a nightlight. We're gonna see who can catch the most. Well... All right, but here, let me make you a fun jar. I already got a cup. But look at this. If we take a glass jar from the table decorations and one of these gold Sharpies. Hurry up, I'm missing out. Don't you want a cool lightning bug lantern? Let me just tape on a handle. Look, I like my cup. They're already catching them. Can I go, please? All right, all right, fine. But be back in 20 minutes for the luau. Timmy, we're going to roast a pig. I had cake. You need more than just cake, Timmy. I don't like pig. But it's what pirates eat. Timmy! Timmy, I got a steel drum band. Timmy! Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that was overwhelming. No wonder the kid was running away. Uh, Timmy was running fast. <laughs> Okay, so um, I can't really say that I experienced something like this because this is like crazy overboard. But um, so Sandy really went all out to make sure Timmy had the best pirate birthday party ever. But it seemed like this was more of a dream come true to her. Mm-hmm. Like maybe this is, this is something she wanted as a child or she just wanted to become like the super awesome popular mom. What is the underlying message here or issue going on? With this mom, Dr. Lowe. It's about her, not about her kid. He's obviously really <laughs> wanting to just catch fireflies. You think? And um, he's, you know, she's got, she's made up her mind. She's planned a very detailed birthday party. She's obviously taken a lot of time to put it together and a lot of detail. And so she wants everybody to follow suit and follow the plan. And it's more, it's very controlling you know, very mm-hmm. oppressive and not really enjoyable at the end of the day. My son's birthday party came along. I said, what kind of birthday party did you want? And he, you know, looked at three different options. And then we said, well, this is how much money we have and we'll figure that out. And so we involved them in the process and it was fun. And we just asked him what kind of games you wanted to play. And it was a more of a family affair instead of me putting on a party for him mm-hmm. and, and just investing all this time and energy. So in this case, maybe this mom, this is what gives her a sense of purpose and meaning. And maybe she needs to think about other ways that she can use her talents of event planning, you know, mm-hmm. like how about working for a non-for-profit <laughs> or something that needs some yes. help with putting great, you know, yes. fundraisers together or something yes. like that. So I think maybe she's she's got some talents in there that she could use for something else, re- redirect towards mm-hmm. others' activities. 
Marcela, I know you do you do event planning yes. as well as a professional. Have you seen anything like this with moms? They, they have a, a list of what they want to do, at what time they want to do it, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Have you seen this? Oh, yeah. And even for weddings, because, I mean, I know it's key moment, like when you have a baby or you have yeah. a kid. Yeah. And they just forget what they're there to do, which is to get married with the love of your life. And mm-hmm. they go so overboard planning everything. And it's like, as long as he's there and he says yes and your family's there and you have fun, who cares? Like... If you don't have the best food or you don't have the best DJ or Mm -hmm. the best venue. Um, So, yeah, I see it all the time. And it's you kind of have to remind them nicely because Mm -hmm. if not, they get very defensive. So, yeah, (laughs) I think it also has to do personality. So if you've got individuals that are more conscientious, that means you just follow the rules more and you're just more a stickler of of timing and things like that. And so your parenting style is going to follow that, Mm -hmm. um, become a little bit more self-aware and realize you might need to pull back and understand that especially a party is about others. And so you need to open yourself up a little bit more and it not just be your agenda that you want to follow. Relax. Basically. Relax. Relax. R-E-L-A-X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No time. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I'm sure, Dr. Rose, I mean, this, this was funny and I'm sure there yeah. are some parents that would will go overboard, but I'm also sure that there's parents that really want to create a memorable experience for their kids. Absolutely. How do we measure when we're going overboard? Well, in the skit, we heard it. The son was like, I want to catch fireflies. And Mm -hmm. the mom just kept, you know, pushing, 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 pushing other activities and ideas. And so in something like this, what's wrong with letting the child take the lead? Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I get it that we want to create high expectations for our kids and we want to, you know, ensure they do their homework and things like that. Those things matter. But choose your fights or choose the things that you push your kids towards. In this case, you don't really have to push them to do activities that they don't want to when it has to do with their birthday. So a good sign. Listen to your kids. You know, let's go back to the basics. Pay attention to what they're saying and what they're needing. Definitely. Awesome topic. Lesson learned. Keep it simple. Less is more. Any closing thoughts? Anything you'd like to add, Marcela? I think just also to enjoy the journey because it goes by so fast. Um, everyone tells you, oh, they're going to be one before you know it. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. Doctor, do you think that um, just to close up here? childhood is a lot more simpler than we make it out to be yeah i think there is like i said a lot right now in our culture especially in middle class families where you are uh, at a situation that you can provide these types of parties and things like that and you can fall into the trap of doing what the joneses are doing and mm-hmm. and what your friends are doing and you can just get caught up into the fun activity of it and what you can do i can do better kind of mentality and Let's think about our kids. They, well, How are they going to thrive? They're going to thrive by jumping up and down outside, kicking a ball, you know, mm-hmm. uh, playing with their friends. And uh, in this situation, which is, a, is celebrating their milestone, which is their birth, I mean, their, their growth, what better way to celebrate that than just celebrating who they are as individuals and who they want to be in the future and creating more of an enriching opportunity where they could foster friendships instead of making it all about the gifts mm-hmm. and the decorations and the theme. You oh, would have some sense. of that, of course, yeah. but just don't take it over the top. Definitely. And I would like, before we close, I'd like mm-hmm. to go back to uh, to something that you mentioned that I think is important. When you said that many moms, their kids are like the center of their world. Yeah. So what tips can you give moms get involved in, in what other types of activities so maybe just so that they can feel productive maybe they're, that's that's the reason why they're doing it because that's what they feel they need to do to feel that they're being productive 
What yeah, tips can you give them? Yeah, I do. I think you become a better person when you as a mom have other healthy outlets. When, you know, you work out at the gym whenever you can mm-hmm. or walk or do some activity that's physically good for you to just kind of get some stress out or find a hobby that's enjoyable for you or engage in a learning journey you know, whether it's going back to school or just learning something like sculpting or something that you just want to pick up and learn and be more into it. Or just even thinking about if your career, you eventually want to go back, what kind of skill sets in your professional world can you work towards? And so there's just different outlets. Mm-hmm. And whenever you are able to be more rounded, um, you're going to be a better mom mm-hmm. because all that energy or frustration or whatever, you're not going to just channel it with your husband, your spouse, or your kids, you know, you're not going to put all that in them. And, you know, yeah, you're going to give them the role and the value and the attention they need, but they're not just going to become your all encompassing, Mm -hmm. you know, and so you're going to be able to have more balance and your life is going to be more enriching. Love it. Well, thank you both for being with us today. I think this was a fun topic. It was an important topic. Yes, indeed. For moms and dads listening out there, hey, I hope that this uh, can open up discussion with other moms, not as a competition, (laughs) but more of a friendly conversation of what you you guys can do as moms, you know, meet up, do other, other things, not only focus just on the kids because that's also important. Very well. And don't miss out our next podcast where we'll be talking about parent burnout. Wow. My ears are ringing right there. I'm sure many of us uh, will be able to relate to that. So please stand by. That's right. Thanks for tuning in to The Struggle is Real, a podcast by Family Bridges. Don't forget to download it now, actually. You can go now and download it at iTunes and share it with your friends, your families, and your neighbors. That's right. Stay up to date with The Struggle is Real on social media. Please use the hashtag The Struggle is Real or hashtag T-S-I-R. That's the one I use, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get tips, ideas, and more at FamilyBridgesUSA.com. Thanks for listening. On this side of the mic, it's Omar Ramos. And I'm Veronica Avila. Till next, next time. This was The Struggle is Real by Family Bridges. For more ideas on parenting, get your copy of The Struggle is Real by Drs. Paul Meyer and Alicia Laos on FamilyBridgesUSA.com.